right, here we are with Exalted vs. Chronicles of Darkness, Hologram Summer, Season 1, Episode 1. I am Devin the Storyteller, and here we have today with us... Uh, Peter playing Damian Star, aka Daystar, the uh, Solar Dome. Holden playing Raphael Vargas, uh, Sidereal, Chosen of Secrets. Excellent. So, uh, this game, just to give a brief intro or a brief overview, if you haven't heard the intro, that may or may not exist, uh, takes place in the present day, present time of 2021. It takes place in the country of America, in the the state of Florida, and the city of Miami. Uh, Miami in the United States is like some sort of port city with a lot of heat and swamps and stuff going on. Uh, and in our version of it, it also has like it has a supernatural presence in the town that's a little livelier than other cities because of unique circumstances of the city and has the colloquial term Night City. So uh, to dive us into the characters, what they look like, who they are and all that, we will, of course, open with a brief cinematic scene. It's. The movie screen or the television screen in your mind is split into two. And on one side, we have a young man in his 20s. Describe to us briefly what Damien Starr looks like in his day-to-day wear. Pete? Okay. He's um, a white guy, a little bit tanned. He's, like, jacked, of course, because, hey, that's a done for you. Um, yeah, he's a young fellow wearing, like, jeans, jeans jacket, and so on, short brown hair. And, you know, some glasses without lenses in them because, you know, I need to keep down low. Going something, you know, between, you know, Fizz and North Star, Jojo, and Chris Hemsworth from Ghostbusters. Ah, yes. The perfect combination. I, I see what you're going for. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's good. It's perfect. All right. So, Fizz and the North Star, gotcha. It's locked into my mind. Uh, and then on this other screen... We have an older man in his 20s. Holden, describe your character. Uh, Raphael is mixed uh, Cuban ancestry. Uh, Brown hair, slender, usually disappearing into an oversized jacket with coffee stains on them. Um, And he's... He he talks fast. Constantly looking over his shoulder. He's uh, very much... It's very easy for him to disappear into the background, particularly while Damien's around. Perfect. So how this split screen plays out is just a brief recap of where your characters are in their lives right now. And a lot of the stuff that you that, that'll play up for... Um, I'm just I'm trying to remember names. Is it Vargas or Raffi? Like, what's the, what, does he have a nickname? Raffi. Raffi. Okay. So Raffi's side is a lot of scenes of him, like, doing on-the-street investigative work, like places at nighttime, checking things out, binoculars, windows, you know, casing joints. And they're followed up with him having an accomplice or someone else on hand that he's paid, and them constantly either fucking it up, getting themselves in danger, or just ditching when things get too rough. I think that's a fair problem for someone new to the game uh, might have. And that's frustrating. While those fairly benign scenes play out, the side for uh, Damien 
because his name's Damien, spelt not how you think it is. Uh, is him in some sort of roadhouse diner getting the shit beat out of him by vampires, like going to town on him uh, before he eventually turns that around and like starts wailing on them and puts them down. Um, where things start to sync up is at one point, um, Rafi comes home, clearly frustrated, sits down, centers himself, breathes in and out, looks out the window, puts a bandana over his eyes, opens up his computer, and just starts hitting random keys while not really paying attention to it. On the Vargas, or on the uh, the Damien side of things, uh, it's him going home, being beaten up, but quickly recovering from it, and like you know, clearly like looking more confident, more fit, more put together. Um, grabbing his shit, throwing it into a bag, getting on his motorcycle, uh, looking about where he's going to go, looking at maps and getting ready to take off. When at the same time, um, Rafi hits enter on his keyboard, takes off the blindfold and sees he sent an email. And Damien gets an email on his phone that basically says, you know, I have the answers to everything. Meet me here this time. Don't be late. At this point, yeah. At this point, uh, I am assuming Rafi reads his own email from his sent folder, goes to that location at that time. Time passes and the split screens sync up when Rafi drives on into a vacant lot or when Damien drives into a vacant lot and Rafi walks. Uh, and you guys meet for the first time. Unless you want to go over that role play, you know, specifically, we can kind of assume the broad strokes of what happens with this relationship. You talk over the things that are going on in your life, compare notes maybe show off your abilities a bit. What kind of abilities would you guys show off? That would be something we would like to highlight for, you know, cause you guys are different. Like Damien. Hmm. Probably that I can, you know, live this, you know, I know garbage truck here or something. And, you know, punch holes in walls, bit snap stuff over your knee, hit harder than anyone should hit. Yeah. All that fun stuff. Glow like the morning sun on command. Well, that takes a little bit of, you know, Super Saiyan screaming, but yes. <laughs> Just kidding. Right? I can make a thing on my forehead glow green. <laughs> and I've got a Google spider. <laughs> a lot of your stuff isn't as physical, but it's more like, you know, cough up a spider, answer questions. Maybe, you know, Damien picks up cards and is like looking through them and you're just getting every single card. Like quick montage of weird occult powers. Clearly we are peers. Yeah. We work together. Um, <laughs> and the scene, this kind of like, you know, montage not super voiceover scene ends with you guys are walking from the lot and like Damien pulls out his pockets in his wallet because he's broke and he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I got my motorcycle. When a flyer flies right by you guys and splays itself out fully on a nearby light pole that says, need money? Got nothing in your wallet? Join us, Ghost Hunters, and a QR code with a spooky ghost in it. That sounds like a plan. Yeah. And that's it. That's the lead-in. That is is the hook. So, um, scene swipe to later that night. Uh, You guys are in a parking lot in Miami at night. The parking lot is a very large kind of complex lot. 
Like, you know, it could fit a few hundred cars on it. Its design is a little bit weird because even though it's like a perfect city block square sort of deal, it only really has three off-road entrances into it for filling up the lot. And like the fourth cardinal direction that you kind of pull in is actually completely like blocked off with barricades to be like a pedestrian walk up to the middle of the lot. The middle of the lot has a large um, cylindrical building with like a lot of access like mall doors because the very middle of this parking lot has the stairs and the service elevator that takes you down further into the mall as this is an underground mall that has since shut due to the pandemic. You know, so it's your typical post-COVID, or not or not post-COVID, your, your typical in-COVID-looking city that I'm sure all of you listeners are familiar with. The streets are empty, there's flyers kind of blowing in the wind, not a lot of lights are on. Every once in a while you see the errant drift of headlights as a uh, food delivery driver kind of picks on by uh, against the night. This being Miami, of course, you know, everything's lit up in neon. There's a lot of, like, bright, soft, purple sort of fluorescent lighting everywhere, very vaporwave aesthetic, if that's what you like. Um, and this big parking lot has no cars or vehicles in it at all. The center kind of like cylindrical, you know, elevator stair building is dark. Um, not even the signs have been left on. There's a bunch of posters everywhere saying danger pandemic. But this is where your poster said to meet up on that ghost hunting uh, uh, forum you went to. The, uh, the brief overview plan is there is a, a sort of individual-owned Dave & Buster's downstairs in the mall. Uh, and they say that they closed so quickly that everyone had to go home and no one cleared out the safes. So this is an excuse to rob the place. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to crime right. people straight away. Yeah, uh, this is kind of an excuse to rob the place, but those types of forums are all about that. I mean, they're going to break into places to hunt ghosts. Why not take a little bit off the top? Who's gonna, who's going to hurt? Dave or Buster? No one. <laughs> the big complication is that... The haunted money. Right? The, the big complication is there actually is a bit of a ghost story to this. So the, the place you're going to is called Mantertainment Complex. <laughs> And is a sort of, you know, adult child animatronic casino. Like, it's for kids, but it's for adults. You're not supposed to really bring kids there. They serve beer. And it's for, you know, it's it seems a bit escapist. <laughs> but you're not allowed to bring kids to it. It's weird. Uh, and the animatronics have been seen stalking the streets around the parking lot, trying to lure people in, people in with signs. And people have taken pictures of it. There's like snapshots and like camera footage of like animatronics holding a sign that says, you know, 50 tokens for a dollar, unlimited wings. And they'll just stand there. And if you follow them, they'll try to walk you back to the parkade and no one's fucking followed them. Because people have survival instincts. Unlimited Wings does so nice. So here you are in the parking lot uh, on an average night in Night City. You know, it's very cool. It's, you know, not chilly. It's just nice and cold to the touch. Everything kind of feels it. The sun is definitely gone. It is definitely dark. Um, That's really refreshing with this heat wave we're having. Oh, yeah, that unbearable goddamn heat wave. It's ridiculous. 
I guess we mulch on in. So you've got a motorcycle, and I guess I've got a beat to shit old Nissan. Just leave them as the only vehicles up in the parking lot, and yeah, just head on down. Do you park really yep. close? Might as well. All right, there you go. Sure. We have our choice <laughs> of parking spots. Right? You don't have to park all the way at the back because you don't want to have to park between two vehicles because that's a nightmare. I don't know. I would rather circle the lot for minutes than try to park between two vehicles. With someone behind me waiting, I'd die. Well, don't worry. As soon as we park, another you know, car will run over and park right next to you so you have problems getting in. Every time. <laughs> uh, as you approach the center after you park and get out, you can clearly hear the sound of uh, people. Like, there's a group of people outside the building uh, clearly doing something to the door. There are eight of them. They don't really notice you. So, are those those ghost hunters we were looking for? I should hope so. I guess we approach. All right. So, yeah, you walk up to them. They seem pretty into what they're doing, arguing with each other, talking on their phones, taking pictures. Uh, one of them is, like, they're using a key card that has, like, bits attached to it. And they, uh, they're they putting it over a dongle attached to their laptop and then trying to scan it over the key card scanner again to make it do something. And, yeah, looks like not a lot's going on. Um, do you want them to notice you? Do you want them to kind of take an interest in you? Before we alert them, I'm going to take a moment to look over this odd group of people and see if there's anything particularly special about them. Using us versus prospects. Three of them seem a bit odd. Using auspicious prospects. Uh, Anyone there has a secret that needs to be brought to light. Uh, do I tell you what that secret is, or do I tell you that the secret exists? Uh, roll? That would be I'm just, I'm just on asking. whether I can make the roll for it. Yeah, uh, they uh, would qualify. You just tell me whether they have one or not. Yeah, they do. Three out of eight of them uh, have secrets. Hmm. Need to be revealed. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And what well, actually, and which three would those be? Okay, so there's a big football-looking guy, and that's the best way to describe him. He's big and wide. Like, I wouldn't say supernaturally, but this is a world with people who are supernaturally big. Uh, and he is standing there whining, uh, like in a super deep, booming voice, being like, I'm bored. Uh, the one on the laptop that's trying to, like, crack the security is... I wouldn't say supernaturally short, but they're not short in a way that you're familiar with. Like you've seen people that are different sizes. It's just off-putting how he's short. There's something wrong about it. There's something proportioned differently. That just sort of trips something in your mind you don't fully understand the context of yet. Um, And he seems to have a mouth that's a little wider than you were expecting. And he's just muttering to himself, hissing unto his breath, doing stuff on a computer. Uh, and then there's a woman who's dressed like a adult woman, uh, whereas these two guys look like college school, uh, 
nightmares. Uh, there's a woman who's, who's dressed like an adult businesswoman in like suit and pants and shoes and has her hair up and glasses and clearly looks like she's better than this. Uh, who also just stands out. There's something not fitting in. And that's your, that's your kind of three standouts. I guess I'll clear my throat. All right. A bunch of them look over and they kind of wave. Um, the, a dude walks up, you know, he's just a, a kind of lanky looking fellow. Looks like he runs a lot. Um, oh, hey, are you here for the ghost hunting? Yeah, this is. Uh... Yeah, we corresponded on the app, I think. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, no, we didn't quite get everyone who's coming. Uh, it was a little bit short notice. I think you were the last people to sign up, right? Like today or the day before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's us. Yeah, all right, excellent. Here to here to have some fun. So, you know, make sure to, like, cover your face and stuff and don't take a bunch of selfies. We, uh, we've had that problem before. I put on my COVID mask. Yeah. I'll yeah. probably cut mine on Oh yeah, like every, everyone's doing that. Like they're 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 not like clustered together a bunch, but like you know, social distancing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Once we get the elevator open, eventually we're uh, we're gonna be heading on in. You got? Uh, I don't know. What are you guys good at? You're a big guy. You play football. Yes. What do you need? No, I'm just, just, you know, I can kind of figure out, you know, how you could help. We got a lot of Holland in mind. What about, uh, what about you, little friend, little friend, buddy? Uh, not a little friend, just a guy, you know, uh, someone who's here. What's up? He just stumbles right over that. <laughs> I just hold up my phone and documenting. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You're uh, beat by the door, and uh, one of like the service doors opens up, and triumphant hissing, like just like yes, we're in. Let's go now. <sighs> it's the little guy. Nice. Yeah, people start talking to each other. They start filing on in. Uh, do you follow into this B and E? Oh, sure. All right. I'm trying to get a particular look at the at short stack uh, when we get in, hopefully without him noticing me eyeballing him. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to try that in like a contest of some sort just to dust off the dice or do you want to just be fed some information? Oh, feed me. All right. Well, I don't know. What the hell would that would that be? Let's see. A cult? Uh, awareness? Investigation? There used to be a wad stat for rolling that you know that the magic's happening. I mean, don't you have like that merit that lets you see strange things? The eye for the strange? I did pick something up, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. So, intelligence and composure. <laughs> yeah. Not quite sure that applies here, though. 
Well, I guess figure out some dice pool at all that maybe see how it goes. Yeah. I don't know. Per, uh, what is wits usually used for? Because I'm just I'm just getting back uh, into usually. It. Usually, that uh, tends to sub in for perception uh, in this with. Was it so wits and occult. What's in Sure. For it's been a hot minute since we've run Chronicles of Darkness, so it's just I got to reload all this stuff back into my head. Yeah, and I actually, despite writing this thing, have not uh, done anything with the system in quite a while. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, eight dice. Uh, that would be four successes, and since it's a cast ability, I get exceptional success on three or more. Fantastic. All right. Um, oh, hey, I can give you a condition, because you got an exceptional success in a roll. How about I give you, like, inspired? Sweet. It's just an easy way to reward people getting exceptional successes. Uh, all right, so the short one, who you will learn to know, it prefers to be called Zet, um... His mouth is a little bit wide. His teeth are clearly filed, like, into into shark teeth. And he talks with, like, a Cobra Commander raspy hiss. Like, he's a weird one. And he apparently goes to the same college that the big guy, who's called Korg, goes to. Um, they say they go to State U, which that's, like, not a real thing. That's, like, something they say in movies. And they have like jackets that have like S's on them. Nice. Yeah. Like they look like movie prop jackets. Yeah. uh, The small one and the big one seem to be a pair. While everybody's shuffling around, I got a surreptitious uh, picture of the back of their jackets. All right. You will find it. Is, you will find upon further research that they are the exact same jackets used in Ferris Bueller's Day Off for the college kids. So you're walking down a service okay, hatch, <laughs> right? So you're walking down a service hatch with like, you know, eight other people with you. So ten people to it. Uh, this corridor can probably fit two abreast. It has like uh, lockers and filing cabinets up against the walls. You know, there's a water dispenser that looks like it's been emptied out and just has never been refilled. The break room is here and it has, um, you know, easy access to outside for smoking. That's what this door basically represents. Uh, the vending machines are still stocked and full and a lot of their products gone. Uh, well, bad because it's been a year since it's ever been refilled, you know, since last March when the pandemic shut everything down. Uh, there's still like food and drink on the counter too. Like, like rotten, like meals were left. Like it looks like people just left them all in the middle of the day. Um, and as you thread through here, you find two things. One, there's a large staircase situation that goes down from the middle of this building into the mall. Like it's a nice fancy marbled staircase. And there's apparently like fountain works and escalators built into it. And it's like a way to get a lot of foot traffic in other than the elevators. Well, that's all locked down. Um, Like shutters have been closed around them, multiple layers of them, which just, that seems so odd. Uh, So you can't get down by steps. How you can get down is by, um, taking an elevator, which the small one, Zet, is leading the group to, because he's going to have to hack it. So right now we're in, like, the 
uh, the mall proper and not the. You're not even in the mall yet. You're still in like that cylinder at the top of the parking lot where people go down into the mall. Uh, it it uh, looks yeah. like it's a bit of a fire hazard. It looks weird too because it doesn't look closed so much as uh, evacuated. People are like, uh, one of the people that's there, like, just kind of speaks up if you make that observation, because people are all making observations at this point. Yeah, uh, some dude speaks up and it's all like, if I was getting paid what I was getting paid here, I wouldn't wouldn't clean up after I left. As soon as that order came in. So there are no stairs you can take, just this elevator? Yeah, just the elevators. Like, there's a few others, but they're all locked down. And yeah, Zet is like he's he has peeled off some of the electronics with his hands and is like opening them and like splicing wires to like try and short the elevator because the key card thing's not working too hot. And other people are like, "Dude, we're not supposed to leave a trace." And he's like, "Nah, I'm not here for you." And like Korg will get in the way and kind of like you know push them back a bit with his presence. Does the does the uh, professional looking woman I noticed earlier appear to be with them or No, she's not or... really she doesn't really hang out with them. She kind of keeps to the rest of the group. Um they kind of keep their distance. I mean, she's obviously not wearing a school jersey, so you know there's that. You got a real mix of people here. Like, Korg is a football guy, Zed is a hacker, Finn, the guy that was mumbling through his words earlier, is track and field. Uh, You're a weird person, a professional business person. There's a dude who's an architect, or there's a woman who's an architect, uh, a woman who plays baseball. A lot of sport people are here. Uh, That dude that talked about not getting paid enough is a cook, and uh, another woman here is like a political science major. Okay. Those are your eight people. Just a mishmash of professions, and they're all kind of the same age. Maybe give or take five years from the most extreme end of things. Snap a few more photos as uh, we wait, because there are some urban exploration sites that'll pay a few cents for them. Oh yeah, it's like when the elevators finally ding and open, uh, Korg, the big guy, has to put his fingers in and just pull them apart to properly open because they're stuck. They're a bit sticky. And the inside of the elevator has, like, rusticles on it. Like, the metal bar that you'd sit on has, like, little spikes of rust. You know, some of the panels are just, like, oozing whatever metal oozes when it gets rusty. Uh, It looks like it's been abandoned for more than a year. Hmm. Well... Don't get scratched. Yeah. Yeah, people file on in. It's enough to fit all of you, even with your larger members in the group, because it's a large employee elevator. And uh, yeah, it takes you down. There's music playing and eventually opens up into the mall proper. The mall proper is an underground city. So it is, you know, primarily walls that have been dug out that have been given like, you know, metal reinforcement, concrete molding has been poured. But an essential underground mall is a canyon. You know, it cuts through the ground. It has a base floor. And then the walls on either side are filled with shops and have, like, ring-around paths and different time, different interior elevators to bring you up and down those places, steps. You know, if you've seen 
whichever of the dead movie was in the shopping mall. It's like that, but underground and bigger, fancier, more metropolitan. Um, the shops for the most part are either closed and barricaded. Some are just wide open. Like there's a Laura Secord, which I'm sure America has. Uh, that's just, the doors are open. None of the glass is broken. There's posters up and there's a bunch of like melted and evaporated ice cream buckets in there. And like waffle cones that have been left to not rot because they're waffle cones. Ah, oh, just so much all the mold there. Ugh. <laughs> The chocolates are all still in their display cases. Uh, the till still has money into it when Korg walks over, like, cause that's just one of the closest places and just wrenches open the till and like empties it onto the floor for Zet. And so it's like, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. Don't do that. What are you doing? Stop it. You're embarrassing us. <laughs> hmm. But the group starts to disintegrate almost immediately. Like people are starting to pull themselves in different directions because it's a big fun abandoned mall. Oh, so I guess we're looting now. What's the state <laughs> of the power down here? It's on. Huh. Neon fluorescent lights are like framing this place, and again, a light lavender, pink, red, and like faded out powder blue. Um, there's not like white light in this mall. Um, there are white light emitters. They're just not on any of them. So that's odd. Mm-hmm. So uh, the mall has probably any store you can think of reasonably in it. So like, you know, staple, you know, barbershops, grocery store, uh, ethnic food store, obviously. Those are just everywhere. Those are great. That's where you can get black garlic from. Um, you know, video games are a thing that are in stores. Clothes you can buy in malls. Yeah, those are there too. Uh, gun shops. Sure. This is America. This is a mall. The banks, banks exist. Hmm. Okay, so well, that, we're be... not going anywhere near the money that someone cares about. But well, if they cared about it, they wouldn't be you know, leaving the stores open. Yeah, I have a feeling when you investigate the banks that they were a little more properly closed out than the rest of the stores were. Coincidentally, the banks and a lot of the bigger businesses shut down oh, a couple weeks before the big shutdown happened, just for no reason. Maintenance. Mm -hmm. And this place continues to give off the impression of having been really abandoned more than shut down it's probably the biggest indicator is the food court which has not been bust in the year since this place shut down Oof. like yeah it's rotting food but it's fast food you know it's it's either going to desiccate really gracefully or it's like going to just have rotted away and been eaten by animals by now like it's bad but it's not a big fucking nightmare <laughs> Speaking of which, are there any animals scurrying about? No. There are not. Okay. <laughs> so 
so uh, at this point, it's kind of free roam. Whatever you guys want to look into, you can look into. Uh, the group immediately lost group cohesion, though. Like as soon as the the, the fun part started, <laughs> it's it's over. Uh, rule one should have been no looting before we're done, but apparently that's not the thing. Yeah, it's having fun in a mall. Like a lot of the shops are closed, but some of them aren't. And I can go around, take pictures, do stuff. <laughs> You know, I have the feeling that this isn't going to be uh, a formally paid venture. Huh. Well, not sure about that. Didn't look like, you know, a job advert. Before Ravi goes poking off into the stores proper, he's going to take a stroll around and look for... Uh, let's say security cameras and the like, see if any of them still appear to be hooked up. Yes. Maybe see if we can find security station. Mm, yeah, no, there's an area to get to the security Maybe. in the mall. Um, the mall Bart access doors, anything like that. Yeah, the mall Blart Blart LARP. We have a bit <laughs> where we just keep saying Paul Blart Mall Blart over and over until it just melts. But yes, there is a Blart station. Uh, it is behind like a secure door. <laughs> it is behind a secure door in its own room in the mall. So you'll need to, you know, use your various skills as a character to overcome this challenge. So do you want to take care of this or should I? hymns and haws for a moment as, he, as his player tries to remember if he bought any larceny. I did. <laughs> Going to fish out a credit card and see if I can jimmy the door with it. Go for Since it. I know the lock is going to be cheap as shit. Be the change you want to see in the world. <laughs> be the change, Link. Sure, you know, uh, what is that? Dex plus larceny? Yeah. Yeah, that's four dice. I am not tremendously confident of four dice, so... And if you fail, uh, Buzzsaw will come out and instantly kill you. Yeah, so I'm like going to... Like a Sierra to, Adventure uh, use, So I'm going to use uh, Excellency, Sidereal Excellency Charm to convert that to a rote action. I mean, if you fail and convert that to a botch, that's what's a beat. The brain poison of it. Beats, 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 beats. We'll save the boxes until later in the adventure when we've got the ball rolling a bit. Um. So yeah, uh, one moat spent. Wrote quality means basically any die that doesn't succeed, I get to roll again. Hmm. And three successes, and because larceny is also a cast ability that's an exceptional success once more god damn it's gonna be that kind of game <laughs> all right well that means you don't trigger any of the security uh which is a great thing to be doing so yeah you're able to jimmy the lock open it and get yourself into the you know you're, you did enough success wise that you're able to get into the next door like just off that momentum to get into the security room cool. proper so the BART station has monitors and chairs and lockers and like places where people are like sat while their dads are called. 
you know, security guard stuff. Mm-hmm. There it is. Any of it online? Any of it up and running? Yeah, all of it. Oh, let's sit down and see what we can see of uh, the, the first mall and the people currently ransacking it. So this is a computer system, and computer systems require a username and a password. Son of a bitch. We don't just have monitors going? No, this isn't a movie, even though it clearly is. So you take a keyboard, flip it upside down, see whether there's a password within there. Ah, oh, there it is. Do you do that? Yeah, I will actually try. Yeah, that. that's 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 the answer. <laughs> it's not a rule. It's just knowing offices. That's all. Uh, all right. So you enter the you enter the username user zero one. You enter the password popcorn, and a bunch of people are scrambling to change their passwords now. <laughs> and you're into the security system. You know, it's they're they're pretty user friendly these days. These security systems, especially for like cameras and archives and like pulling up stuff. Uh, so what are you looking for? Well, first let's get the cameras online. Second, let's make goddamn sure they're not recording. They definitely have been recording the whole time uh, to the local storage. Let's perhaps delete the last few, the last hour of local storage. Yeah, easy enough. And now let's take a quick browse over the various security cameras in here. All right, you're able to get a map of most everyone. There are some gaps. It looks like the security cameras around where the, you know, uh, the mantertainment complex don't aren't online or aren't pointed really around the area. So you only kind of get like peripheral vision of the part of the mall where that is and your peripheral vision uh catches what it looks like either just like plants moving like you know leaves rustling near like a palm tree that's down in a planter on the ground or something moving in the background away from the camera Mm. air conditioning down there doesn't blow that hard uh, random stuff that's going on with the people is a lot of them are just going through stores, trying stuff on, taking pictures, having a fun time. Uh, some of them are just actively taking things like there's, you know, a candy shop and candy doesn't go bad. So they're eating candy, but it's a mall. No one's going to pay, get paid for this stuff. It's going to be thrown out when it opens anyway. It's a victimless crime. Um, <laughs> Korg and Zet uh, Korg is standing right next to a wall. Zed has climbed up on his shoulders and he's wrenching open a vent and is trying to like crawl and is going to start crawling into it. God's name. Hmm. Clearly he knows something about you know, where to go. Yeah, he's just, he, he scurries and scampers into it and he's gone now. And the Korg just starts looking around and you can see him like, you can, you can't hear him, but you can hear, you can see him calling Zet's name, walking around looking for him. Uh, Mm. Are there any vents in this room? Yeah. Uh, Every part of this mall has a vent and the vent is large enough to fit uh, an actually probably beefier full-sized adult. All vents in Miami are. All vents everywhere are vampire-sized. Yes. I I wasn't going to say everywhere in the world. 
But every event in Miami that you will ever see, from apartments to condos to houses to hospitals to parking garages, all of them are man-sized vents. Just universally. Okay, that's distressing. That's just something, you know, you've, yeah, it's just something you've grown up with. And now, it's in context, more the fact that we've got a vent in the room here, and uh, Zed is crawling around in them, uh, so keeping a weather eye on that. You can actually hear him scampering, like like it echoing through your vent hatch. That's how you knew you had a vent in the room because you could hear that. So you have different ways of having fun, I guess. Okay, I mean, if the camera's the disabled. Last, let's see, what was the, I'm pulling up uh, weird news sites on my phone. What was the date of the last alleged animatronic sighting around here? You're going to cross-reference the date with what happened in here? Uh, yeah, see if I, see if they've still got the uh, security footage from that date or if it's been purged yet. Oh no! It's all here on local offsite on local onsite backups. <laughs> it's it's all here. The last year and a half's worth of recordings. Hmm. Like since the pandemic shut down, they've just been recording on like um. Oh damn! I used to know the name. Not magnetic tape. There's a there's a term for it, but it's like um. It's a storage zip medium. drive. Yeah, they're just zip drives. Like they hold like five terabytes and cost like a couple bucks a piece. So they just have a wall rack of zip drives that have been filling up this whole time. You know, Never actually, touch storage. You know, actually, I have now conceived a desire to uh, go loot a duffel bag and fill it with zip drives to peruse later. There you go. The cross-reference you're doing uh, for the date. Uh, okay, so the the person posted on their TikTok that they were going down the street to go get some special K when all of a sudden they saw a weird thing. And then they show you on the camera the weird thing they're seeing, much like a Slender Man video. And... It is a large animatronic, like, gray-furred mouse that's wearing sunglasses and a cool hat that has, like, a skateboard permanently attached to its back with a sign that says, Free Zaw and Wings, Come With Me, written on, like, cardboard shakily. And it's just kind of standing there, like, moving back and forth, its tail twitching with the sign, like, moving towards the person and, like, keeping a bit of a distance, though. It's, like, half put a COVID mask over its big cartoon nose. <laughs> And uh, they just they just record the rat for a bit, and then they just walk like away from it, picking up the pace slightly, and just leave it behind. Let's pull up the recordings for that evening. All right. Well, if you go, Let's you know, fast forward. The the early recording is there's nothing, and then you see movement, and yeah, there's Pizza Rat. That's the name of the mascot, by the way. His name's Pizza Rat. Uh, and he's just walking into the mall. Um, he walks into like an art supply store, walks out with a marker, walks into a stationary store, walks out with some stationery, makes a sign, and then walks into an elevator and hits an elevator button. And then he comes back later with the there's, sign and just walks back to where he was. There's very definitely some weird shit going on in here. Hmm, did he pay for those stationaries? He didn't even break in. He just walked into the open door and took them. Hmm, a thief. I see. 
that's the one thing you're able to cross-reference real easy. You'll have to pull up other dates to do other ones, but they all share, share a lot of the same theme, but you're going off of dates of people that quote-unquote probably survived, so it's not like you have a date for someone who didn't. If that's yeah, a thing. Yeah, definitely, definitely going to get something and uh, raid the zip drive rack. Yeah, I mean, it's locked well, up and stuff, but you guys have a means, so you can just pull all the drives from it and throw it in a bag. Tape drives. They're just the whole drives. rack. The whole rack weighs like 400 pounds. Well, and we only so what's your point? <laughs> a proper zip drive I rack. I last couple months of them. A properly mounted zip drive rack needs to be uh, earthquake proofed, which means it has have extra metal put into the superstructure when it's bolted into the concrete floor, Peter. It's very heavy. <laughs> Devin, I don't want I'm the that's what the, that's what the <laughs> tapes. Yeah, the tapes do not weigh 400 pounds. The tapes weigh next to nothing when you get all of them. Okay. This isn't little bastard. And it's not no worth anything recording. to steal. Oh, and yeah. We're no you, you, recording, to be clear. Oh, yeah. You shut that off. Because it was totally recording that stuff. And when people came to check in and synced this with the off site, that would have been a whole thing. If only they had a stable internet connection here and just keep uploading stuff, but oh well. Nah, they just didn't. Uh, so how businesses like this usually do off-site backups if they don't have great internet infrastructure, and, you know, America doesn't often have the best, <laughs> is they'll just physically ship the tapes. Like, they don't want to pay for a bunch of bandwidth or a business line. They'll just put the tapes in, like, a box or a crate, and they'll ship it to their backup provider or their head office, and the head office will load the tapes into their database from there, and then they'll ship them new tapes. <laughs> I mean, you know, they say never underestimate the bandwidth of, you know, a train cart full of magnetic tapes. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> it has a thoroughput. It's not the fastest, but it has a lot of uh, lot of capacity. A crate full of I fucking terrible. Yeah, exactly. I knew you knew the right words for it. <laughs> so, yes, you have on your equipment a bag of evidence swag. It's like a year and three months worth of uh, ball footage. Perfect. All right. So uh, do you guys want to do any exploring or do you want to just have the first problem start showing up? Oh, let's, let's walk about. I could definitely use with a jacket that's a little less beat to shit than this one. Oh, yeah. This place is extremely robbable. <laughs> well then let's we're going to solve mysteries and hopefully do a public service involving some weird walkabout radical rats and uh, nobody's going to pay us for it so we'll pay ourselves on the way in alright well while you're getting some nice clothes from the Italian leather clothes shop which I'm sure exists um, you turn around and behind the counter um, oh, where is it? I had a list of these fucking things. Oh, behind the counter is a yellow Labrador dog animatronic. Okay. It's like wearing like a dog Ooh, collar. It's not, it's not super fancy looking. Like it seems like a very simple mask. Damien, are you seeing this? Well, it would look cute if it wasn't so creepy. Who do you want to lab? 
But yeah, it looks like one of the animatronics. Yeah. Is it staring? Is it sleeping? Is it? It is standing there motionless straight ahead because that's what an animatronic looks like when it's doing all of the things above you just described. Mm. Because it's a robot. Is it between us and... No, it's behind the counter, you said. Yeah, it's at the till. I guess I'm putting back whatever I was trying to be a Nick. Like, hmm, better not steal from this one. Going to very slowly start edging my way toward the door back out into the rest of the mall. Okay, you do. You're in the mall proper now, like you leave that store. Uh, You see a few other people leaving a store and they're looking back at it weird. And there's like an animatronic of a goat, but the goat has like one of those big rimmed hats, like a 10 gallon hat or a sombrero, like a hybrid of the two. And like the edge is really high. And it's full of like foam cheese slices and like nachos. It's it's cheese goat. It's one of the mascots. Anyway, it's in like one of the stores and it's just standing there and the people leave when they realize it's there. I I don't think I get close to those if I were you. One of the, one of the people speaks up. Yeah, we've all played Five Nights. We know. <laughs> it's 2021. They know. They know what they're about. Some of them have bats. In fact, it might be a good idea to get the group back together. And where did you get those bats? Because that looks like another good idea. Sporting goods. Yeah. Yeah, that's next stop on the shopping trip. Yeah, if you want to pick up any weapon from the, the little armory section of the game, yeah, there's there's sports stuff there. Russia sells a million baseball bats, but not a lot of baseballs. <laughs> ah. So people are trying to get the group together, and that's become a challenge because people are already missing. <laughs> oh, great. Just, you know, I'm just so going to give you to access it. to the list so you know who is whom. Oh, wait, it's already there. Never mind. Yes, it's in the scratch pad. It's already there. I'll give you the animatronic list just so we can go over them together. Nice. Yeah. Okay, uh, so Zet can't be found. Um, that guy that was kind of stumbling when he was talking to you earlier, Finn isn't findable um and neither is that cook guy burger yeah burger oh, his name is no it's his nickname people have nicknames okay he's a cook i mean like uh i'm i'm bad at juggling info could we like put a little mark next to the missing ones Oh, yeah, sure, 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 sure. M for missing. Oh, wait, I assume Zed is still in the vents. Yeah, okay, there we go. Yeah. yeah, Zed is gone. He has scampered off. 
Well, we kind of know where that is, so that's not that much of an issue. It's just about Finn and Burger, I guess. So, who's seen them last? Um, so, the last time anyone saw Burger, he was in the food court because there was actually still like like freezers full of like stuff. So, he was clearing off an oh area in, in one of the restaurants to actually cook. Like, like he was gonna he was gonna cook up like fucking like you know Taco Bell fries or whatever. Why not? He had this whole spiel he was giving the group about how he's gonna grab all the best from all the different restaurants here that still have stuff in the freezer and build like a super meal. Super year old ingredients. Yeah, but they're in the freezer. That's fine. Frostbitten. Yeah, they're going to be frosted. Uh, they're not going to be the best, but like you can freeze like you know processed onions and potatoes and stuff forever, and it's the seasonings and stuff. You know, it's it's not going to be complete. I understand your trepidation, but it'll be close enough for what they want. Well, having fortified myself with like uh, a little hammer from a little tack hammer from hardware Um, I'm going to suggest that we maybe try to locate our missing persons and the food court might be a good place to start Amelia raises her hand our new friend brings up a great point we should definitely split up and cover more ground that way And everyone's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, good idea, new guy. We'll cover more ground. Okay, as long as nobody else goes missing, that should work. You got a promise, guys. So they're so, starting to suggest a break into two teams. <laughs> Which yeah, team two, you? Two, two groups. Two yeah. groups. So, who do you want on your team? A smaller unit than that. Oh, let's take uh, Mr. Baseball and Miss Let's Split Up. Why don't we? Okay. And everyone else will go to track down Finn. I guess we could always split as well. I mean, you could. So they're going to go track down Finn. I can't find my way out of a paper bag, so uh uh-uh. They're going to go track down Finn because he was seen somewhere in the mall, and you guys are going to go track down Burger at the food court, and that's where Korg last saw him. So you guys are walking on over. The food court looks like it's been disturbed since you were last there. A lot of the trays in like one of the eating areas, like someone went around with one of those big garbage trucks, like those those garbage like like container on wheels things for like filling mass garbage, and like swept all of the food trays and all the stuff in the food court into it, and like shuffled it off to the side to get it out of the goddamn way, and like wiped down a table or two so they'd be nice. And it looks like in the like you know the hour or two you guys have been in here, they've the cook uh, burger. The cook was, you know, at one of the burger shacks grabbing shake mix or grabbing seasoning salt from another place or grabbing like, you know, canned tomatoes from the whatever place makes like butter chicken and whatnot. Like they were they were clearly grabbing ingredients from all over. So that's the situation when you walk on in. Burger. Oh, we, we're we're just yell. People start yelling. Yeah, yeah. People start yelling his name. It's like, all right, let's make noise. Korg, of course, just yells Zet name, Zet's name, over and over again. Uh, 
Well, he what does not would produce be the well. first place. What would be the first place you'd rate some good food from? What would be part of his master food list? What do people think? Uh, fries from McDonald's? Fries from, from McDonald's. Who's fr- <laughs> likely have the biggest freezer? Biggest freezer would probably be something that deals specifically in frozen things. Probably the Dairy Queen or the equivalent that America has. We have Dairy Queen. Okay, perfect. And that's the one. <laughs> They'll have a walk-in freezer area for the Julius uh, from the Julius Caesar? The Julius? Orange Julius. The Orange Julius that's also attached to it. <laughs> sure, I'll top the counter and see what we can find there. You're a banging sound behind you. Korg tried that, but smashed his head into the signs above it. So you guys head into the back area. Uh, this place has clearly been rifled through. The freezer in the back has like various door. Like it has another door that leads into a deeper freeze. And all the items here are like frozen fruits, syrups, uh, you know, bases, cream bases and stuff for mixing. Um, pre-made ice cream that's in like uh what do you call them like like little tubs and whatnot for buying for take home those are probably a little bit freezer burned after the year uh and then there's like a deeper walk-in at the back where things are colder for items that need to be kept in a more stable temperature let's go in all right doors locked has one of those security key cards on it hmm, if we only had that Did I see any key cards back in the uh, security office? No. Maybe the employees left it, you know, with their aprons or what have you. Or around their necks. Who'd carry that with them if they're just leaving it and ditching it? But sure. I mean, yeah, you'd throw it away later, but like if you don't remember, it's around your neck. Or on your pocket or whatever. They're very easy to lose. They're very easy to take. Experimentally, I'm going. Just experimentally, I'm going to bang on the door. Uh, you're an answer bang back. Oh, shit. Well, there should be. You hear muffled talking sounds from the other end of the door. It's a very thick door. Shit, how did he get this thing open? How do we get it back open? I mean, shouldn't we have some you know, way to open it from the inside? Apparently not. It's one of those bad things. <laughs> There are walk-in freezers that don't have a release on the inside, and they're a nightmare. I know. There's there's no way that's OSHA compliant. No way. <laughs> Welcome to Night City. And yet. <laughs> and yet here we are. Uh, well, if nobody has an idea, I guess I can start trying to down it. All right. Start to dawn it. What does that look like, Pete? Unleash the fury of the heavens on this inanimate door. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Uh, look at my cast abilities, and I'm a genius for destroying things, which means I ignore two points of durability when trying to break something. Nice. So that's, I think. And then I can use my, I guess, 12 gauge. Fists, which oh give, gives me 
plus three lethal damage and nine again on my you know punching rolls, pretty much. Christ. So I guess. I- <laughs> Oh my god! If okay. you take a moment to like reload your fists, like uh... yes, yep. yes, yes, yeah, we all know free. what it is. We all know what it is, Holden. We know that scene, the Henry Cavill scene. <laughs> uh, so I'll be rolling eleven dice. It has again. durability two. <laughs> Zero now. <laughs> it's size five. five. Okay. Because a person size five and it's a person door. <laughs> How do ones work in the system again? Do they, they do don't anything? Do oh, that's great. So four successes, so that's seven damage on it. <laughs> okay, so you go two over its entire health. <laughs> Who so so you, Korg and Amelia and Holden's character are all there when this goes down. You just you just reload your fists well, like Henry Cavill. How does this go down? I need to know. Well, I could always tell everybody, hey, let's go and try finding the keycard somewhere. I'll try, you know, sh- uh, you know, tearing it apart or something like that, trying to pull on it. And if you know, some people leave, then, you know, unleash the fury here by just punching it and, you know, on some angle to just dislodge it. Do you get Punch it off its burgers? Do you give Burger a warning? Stand back, Burger. We're trying to bang on it. It's going to be loud. All right, so Korg turns around to go find something, and Amelia's just like, I'll stay here and supervise, and goes on her phone watching uh, when you punch the door open. Bam. Sure. Okay. Uh, door gets blown off its hinges open and kind of collapses on the ground. Burger's like, oh, my God. You have a strong... Everything. He was kind of rusted after the year, you know, no maintenance. Does aluminum rust? All right. Wow. Okay. I mean, why else would they have like coating instead of coke cans? Bad hinges. Bad hinges. It's like there's a just the door is just clearly <laughs> crumpled in around the fist pulling, pulling <laughs> Right. Yeah. So this room is a little smaller than the rest of the walk-in freezer, and it has no lights into it. But now that you've ripped the door off its hinges, there are lights. And you can see that this room just has a single tube in the middle of the floor full of bubbling liquid with, like, a condenser and stuff running on it. So all the ice cream melted and just went down the tube? It's like a big clear Zordon tube. Or a big, ah. clear Prince of Darkness tube. That, mm. I, I'm assuming that what's bubbling in there doesn't look much like ice cream. No, the bubbling liquid does not look like ice cream. It has a I big mean, sign have... uh, like taped to it. Like a big sign's been adhesive to the tank that says, keep cold. That doesn't look like Rocky Road. I mean, I don't know how this sausage is made, but... Must be amazing. Snap a shot with my phone. Yeah, sorry about the confusion, guys. I got stuck in here and it doesn't open from the indoors. Or ah, I guess your hinges were rusted. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it got stuck. Sorry. Yeah, that tracks. I I thought there was going to be more frozen food to cook. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's a good idea to eat whatever this is. 
the tube. No, I wasn't really looking into the tube. I wasn't really here for the tube. I, I thought there'd be like spicy nuggets, sriracha mayo packets, you know. Yeah, this looks more like some Ghostbusters 2 shit than. Yeah. Come on, you, need, you better get you out of here before you get locked in another one of these, man. Uh, we're, we're trying to get the group together. There's weird shit going on in here. Oh, and like like he's he speaks up like you know in that that tone. It's like oh no, are the animatronics coming to life and hunting us? Uh, we found two of them out where they shouldn't be so far. So the jury's Queen, out on that. As you leave the Dairy Queen, uh, directly across the food court because it's a circular food court, is like a Burger King, and one of the animatronics is standing there behind the counter, staring at you guys. Burger just kind of gets quiet when he sees that. <laughs> I put the door back up in this place. It kind of keeps it cool, maybe. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Okay. Let's find the other group. Hopefully they didn't get lost. I don't know why we did all that work and we didn't find Zet. Well, Zet went into the, the events, didn't he? Did he? How do you know so I much about what he's about? Well, I heard someone sounded like that, you know, rustling through the vents, so I presume he went there. What if it was just a zet, a small rat, or like a large bug? Hmm, could be. I'm sure like, that's what it was. Yeah. He like reaches his arm up and smat and like starts banging on one of the vent, uh, like the man-sized vents that are just like on the ceiling, and it just stops, looking around vacantly. Okay, let's find the other group, and then we can start looking for Zed. You meet up with the rest of the group, and they were not able to find Finn. Hmm. Well, did you look hard enough? They uh, they impress upon you that they did indeed look hard enough. Well, there's one shouting? place they haven't looked. Uh oh. And what's that place? Maybe, maybe the political science major speaks up. Well, we didn't want to go there without the whole group because she looks over to where one of the animatronics is in a store. Because, well, the way things are looking, that might be the only place the damn things aren't right now. Is it time to go to the entertainment complex? Bunch of people roll their eyes because they have fathers and stepfathers that go there, and older <laughs> brothers. <laughs> Is that the you know, place you're leading to? Yeah. It's just you said the name, and it's hard to hear people say the name out loud for entertainment complex. Well, I'm sorry, they don't have those around where I'm from. They don't have them where anyone's from. There's only the one. Exactly. I'm not from around here. Where, where are you from, says Lee, the architect woman. Los Angeles. Uh, everyone goes, oh, yeah, okay, I see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That makes sense. 
No, there aren't any other ones. There's only the one location here. It's been around forever. I mean, it didn't used to be, as you guys are walking towards it, she gestures at it, that. The entrance to Mantertainment Complex, the fun adults like, you know, Chuck E. Cheese's, uh, it looks like the best way to describe it would be what some dude bro, like what Jarrett Leto imagines like a Japanese geisha house would look like. Like if Jared Leto designed it, that's what the entrance would look like. So it has like bright red lumber that's cut into like a very cinematic Japanese quote unquote Asian style. But there's like, you know, lion dogs and yin yangs. on. It, it's not right. It's not right. And there's like posters for like, you know, uh, uh, the last samurai ghost dog, um, whatever the American oh. version of Rashomon is. Um, I'm sure there's a cowboy movie version. Um, you know, those kinds of movies, those posters are in windows behind glass, which like lights on them. And there's signs that say, you know, uh, get 10 tokens when you order a pound of wings, uh, you know, free play Thursdays, uh, don't break the seal night Wednesdays, um, you know, try the insanity hot sauce, sign a waiver, get, get a shirt, uh, on the wall. Um, it's like, there's like a really bad, like, 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 what do you call those things? Those kind of quirky restaurants that have like all the, the, the highway signs on them. As you get near the entrance, there's a sign like that. That looks like one of those, you know, eat, pray, love signs, but it's written in, in like a weird font that says like, here we teach his story. It's just a weird aesthetic <laughs> they're going for. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Hmm. Continue so the snap photos as I approach. Yeah. So what's today's special? Uh, the special of the day was jalapeno poppers in bomb ass hot sauce. Ballin. Yeah. Uh, there's like footprint outlines painted on the ground that were clearly put there post COVID to like, you know, give people social distancing <laughs> space while they wait in line to get in. The hours were 24 seven. Um, they don't they didn't close for holidays. They're like, there's even like a sign being like, it doesn't matter if it's Christmas Day, uh, you know, uh, America Day, or your son's birthday, we're open. Uh, a big, you know, Jerry Daycare. Yeah, yeah, it's a Jerry Daycare, for sure. <laughs> so, uh. that's the entrance, that's the outside facade of the entertainment complex, just to throw that at you, just to just to give you a bit of psychic damage. <laughs> God, that would be a shitty place to die. <laughs> I know, right? It's awful. Spoken out loud. That's in character dialogue. <laughs> Someone makes the sign know, of the looks... cross when you say that. <laughs> looks pretty awesome. And yeah, you can hear the stock footage of like pinball machines and slots and like, you know, you know, the stock footage sound effect for like, this is a casino or this is a video game place. All those sounds are emanating from it. It has uh, the windows on it that do point in are mirrored one way. So you can't see in, but they can see out. It's also <laughs> built right beside uh, on either side of it. It has a uh, yoga class 
and on the other side, an, another exercise class. Ah, <laughs> uh, there. That's every evil thing I could add to the entrance of this building. It's all of it. No, that's entertainment. <laughs> that's a sign on it's the on there. That's a goad to the fucking conscience of everybody trying to exercise nearby. No, it's so it's so that it, it's so the dudes looking out the window can watch women work out, but it's a one way mirror, like it's a one way yeah. window. Oh, That's what it's for. Uh, yep. Like you were almost there, but you had to take it that one extra that at one extra level. <laughs> Internally, being to question if Finn like went in here willingly, whether it's worth it to fetch him back out again. But again, this would be a terribly shitty place for anyone to die. <laughs> all right i'm gonna just hit pause all right so with your group assembled with already missing team members with proof that those animatronics goddamn move and that there's weird stuff in here and having seen the much in the way i imagine dante first took in hell when he saw it you have seen the entrance <laughs> to the entertainment complex the gates of mordor watched by its watchers um So I think we'll wrap there and pick it up next episode. So I was Devin. Peter. Holden. And this is sponsored by nobody. Signing off.